What part of the cycle are you trapped in with a toxic, narcissistic, abusive person? Like, where are you at with it? And maybe you found yourself going back and forth trapped in a cycle, not just a cycle of repeated relationships or repeated people that you've been with that's been abusive, but you found yourself in a toxic cycle going back and forth with the same individual. You might be curious how to understand like the dynamics of the narcissistic cycle, how it actually works, how it actually impacts your well-being. We're going to talk through some of the stages of the narcissistic cycle and start to break it down and have you understand like bits and pieces of it. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Realm Innovations, the creator of the NARCAP, and your guide in the seven-day challenge you can access at escapetoxicity.com. One of the things we want to see in this aspect of talking about narcissism is the cycle that happens. It's very cyclical in nature. It happens the same way with you, the same way with the next person, and the same way with you 20 more times. So we need to be careful of what's actually going on and what's happening when we see this cycle to be able to understand it and to be able to know how to break out of it. Well, what are the cycles? You're going to recognize some of these. I'm not going to bring up like these amazing new things, but I do want to break them down from a different perspective. Okay, the first aspect is idealization. Idealization, the narcissist is targeting you. Okay, it's targeting you saying you are the one that I want to get with for whatever reason. It's not because of your intrinsic worth. It's not because you're such an amazing person. Narcissist wants to get with you because of what you actually provide for them. Image, money, sex, whatever it might be. Okay. So looking at you being like, oh, let me go ahead and give you all the things you want so I can wrap you up into my cocoon of what I actually am getting from you. Just like a spider. Okay. Wrapping you up like in the whatever it is, chrysalis, whatever. No, that's that's butterfly, okay? Wrapping you up anyways, tying you up, sucking the blood out of you, okay? Think of it that way. All right, so a lot of times in the idealization stage, like it's like, let me give you everything you want, times 10, okay? So like, let me give you like love, let me give you attention, adoration, affection, all this kind of stuff. Let me let me text you 24-7. You're like, oh my gosh, I found my soulmate. Like we're, like we're building all this stuff to make you feel like you're the best person ever. Like a lot of times it is this construction of a pedestal of like, you're amazing, you're amazing, you're the best thing ever, like putting you up on a pedestal, okay? In doing this, it's creating this illusion in your mind of perfection, perfection of the relationship and perfection of you, of making you feel perfect in so many different ways. Now, this is awesome for a lot of people, period, okay? But then times 10 that, if you actually come out of another relationship that's toxic, or if you come from a family that your dad or your mom actually didn't show that care, show that love, and actually treat you with honor, care, and respect. And so they're like, you're looking for it. And it's like this almost like this void or this gap that you're like, oh, please fill this. And the narcissist is like, oh, yep, let me fill that hole. Oh, by the way, I'm going to take it back. Okay, that's coming up. Okay, but it's filling this. It's creating this illusion of perfection, making you feel valued, like more than anything else, more than anything you've ever felt, like falling head over heels into love. Like movies and stuff don't really help with this because they show you this like this crystal, like perfect vision of like love and like how it's supposed to do. And then narcissist is like, oh, yep, I watched that movie. Let's... Do the same thing and they get you, okay? Uh, but it makes you feel deeply desired. Makes you feel like, oh, like this is my person, okay? A lot of times you'll see this with like grand gestures, charm, intense emotional connection, like big things, okay? Maybe this is where like he's in your life and he's constantly praising you. He's complimenting you, showering you with gifts. Like he's, he's being like, you're so amazing. Like this is awesome. I can't believe you do this. Like all these kind of things, building you up. 
Okay, all these things are like like bricks. So like, let me build this pedestal up so that you can sit on the pedestal and be the best person in my life. I love you so much. All this kind of stuff. Okay, basically, they're making you feel like your soulmates, like connected, tied from another universe, like like just destined to be together. And a lot of times it creates this uh, euphoria, like the sense of euphoria and bliss in the relationship, making you feel like it's the best thing ever. Okay, then we get to second second stage. That's the devaluation. Okay, this at times sometimes can be slow, a lot of times covert, or it can be really fast, a lot of times overt. Okay, fast as far as like, here's the pedestal, knock it down. It's out of the way. You've fallen on the floor. Hate you, you're the worst thing ever. Okay, slow as far as like taking like one brick at a time and slowly degrading you, slowly belittling you, slowly bringing these things in of like, you know what, that hat outfit just doesn't make you look good anymore. You know, small things that are going to slowly chip away at your confidence, your self-esteem, and make you start to feel bad about yourself. Oftentimes for the narcissist to feel better about themselves. So if a narcissist is feeling bad or awful, it's like, let me say awful and bad things to you. So you decrease and I increase in my image of myself. So as, as this stage keeps on going, the idealization stage is like blends into the devaluation stage. So this is where the narcissist starts to undermine you. Your thoughts, your opinions, your feelings, criticize you, devalue you, start to put you down. Like this is, like I said, either slow or fast, but the whole goal is like, let's erode your self-esteem and your confidence. Like, let's make you feel like you are less than. Because a narcissist believes you're less than. A narcissist has to believe they're greater than you. So it's like, why not actually just make that actually happen? If I can actually put you down and make you feel awful, then I feel better about myself because I'm like, man, you feel awful. Like, I don't feel so bad, actually. Like, I, I, I'm doing better than you. you. Like, you see this a lot of time in business and especially women that are in business making more money than the man in the relationship. Okay. And so the narcissist, he is like, wow, I love you so much. This is amazing. Like, like you make so much money. That is so cool. And then he gets with you. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? You're kind of a workaholic. Like you work way too much. Like, I can't believe you're prioritizing work over me. Like I thought we were connected. I thought we were going to like work on stuff together. You're never even home. Like what is actually going on? And all these things, a lot of them fake, but a lot of these things will start to come up when the narcissist is slowly trying to devalue. Now in this specific instance, we see this a lot. Where the narcissistic male is like, hey, let me devalue the female that's making more money so that I feel better about myself and not actually showing up and producing and making money. A lot of times the thought process of like, if I get with her because she's making more money, my status will elevate. I will look better. I will feel better. And then they get with that person. They realize it actually didn't change them at all. All it is is the same shitty version of themselves showing up in the relationship and she's still making more money. So let me go ahead and bring her down so I feel better about myself, okay? So the devaluation stage can be fast, can be slow, but it's going to happen. Love bombing happens, the idealization stage, then we start going through devaluing, belittling, mocking your achievements, invalidating your feelings, like engaging in like power struggles, like withholding affection, like subjecting you to these emotional roller coasters and you're like, I don't even know what to believe. Then we get to discard, time to get rid of you. You have served your purpose. You have done your due diligence and now you are done. Move on to the next person. Thank you very much. Goodbye and move on. Okay, this happens in so many different ways. So the narcissist might discard you. You might actually discard the narcissist. It might be a reverse discard. There is a lot of different ways of discardation that happens, okay? It just happens. So, but when this happens, the narcissist typically has the next person lined up 
or they're already prepared to bring you back multiple, multiple times. In this stage, when the narcissist is going through this, this piece of discarding, they're being like, hey, it's time to sever the relationship. A lot of times you'll see this being very abruptly, disappeared, ghosted, says we're done, like it goes really fast, the evaluation stage, and then boom, like done. Like they might discard you, making you feel like you're insignificant, leaving you confused, hurt, devastated, because you're like, we were soulmates and now we're not. Like what's going on? Like why did he actually walk out on me? Why did he leave? A lot of times they'll leave because you either saw behind the mask or because they weren't actually able to continue the facade of who they actually were. So this aspect of like a lot of narcissists are addicted to the chase. Let me actually get with you. Caught you. Awesome. Crap. What do I do with you now? Because I'm not honest. I'm not vulnerable. You don't know who I actually am. You're in love with a mask. So now what do I actually do? Well, guess I just need to bring this person down so I feel better about myself and get rid of them and we'll move on to the next one. You see this pattern and cycle happen a lot of times, especially in overt narcissists, where they continue to go from person to person to person to person. Oftentimes the, the length of time getting shorter and shorter in between each person because they're just like running out of steam. As far as like, I'm, I'm not gonna keep the mask up more and more and more, but instead of actually realizing that, they're just like, ah, I'll just go to the next person. You see this a lot of times when you get out of the relationship and he's dating a new person within two weeks and you're like, how could he move on so fast? Like I'm here distraught, I'm here struggling. Like how could he move on so fast? The reality is the majority of the time when he's dating two weeks after you just broke up or you just got divorced, it's probably because that person was already in his life. And he was using him as a transitional target or the next target to be with for a period of time until he starts the stage all over again. Okay, this cycle happens over and over and over. Build you up, tear you down, throw you away. Bring you back, build, no, tear you down, throw you away. Bring you back, tear you down, throw you away. So like you can see over a period of time when you keep going back to the same person, like your, your self-esteem, your self-worth, your confidence, like it doesn't even just get built back up. It just gets torn down, torn down, torn down, torn down, torn down, like over and over and over again. Because this person doesn't actually care about you. They care about the control. They care about the power dynamic. Okay, so the, the, the fourth stage that's not really like a stage, but I want to be able to say it as well is just recycle. Okay, so idealization, then you have the devaluation, then you have the discard, and then you have recycle, where the narcissist is going to keep you in there in their book of tricks of like, oh, let me call her back because if I do that, she'll let me back in because she loves me so much, because she cares about me, because she wants to fix me, because of all these different things. So this is what we talk about block ghost, go no contact, like go no contact with a toxic person so he can't come back into your life. This gives you capacity to heal. It will not heal you. It will not fix you. But going no contact gives you capacity to start working on your own healing journey. If you want to do that here with us at Raw Motivations, you can go to rawmotivations.com, grab a one-on-one. We can talk, see if you'd be a good fit for one of our communities. Or you can just start off being like, hey, I want to learn about this to see if it's the right fit. Go to escapetoxicity.com. You can start seeing and understanding when we talk about narcissistic abuse, what is it? What's reactive abuse? What about the guilt of being with a narcissist? How do you actually start to break out of the trauma bond? Where to go from there? So if you need any help, if you want to reach out, you can go to rawmotivation.com. We'd love to be able to help you, work, work with you to help you move forward in your growth, healing, change, and development. And if you haven't already, hit subscribe like, rate, review, share with another person because you never know where they, may, where they might be inside the stages of the narcissistic cycle of abuse.